0: live from the peanut gallery and brought to you by Febreze. Breathe happy with Febreze. I'm Delmon. And I'm Alicious. And this is the EQ2 Talk. Now the world don't move
1: to the beat of just one drone. What might be right for you may not be right for some.
0: This is episode number 46, and we are recording on May 30th, 2012. And, Allie,
2: why don't we still
0: have theme music?
2: When you look long into an abyss, the abyss also looks into you.
0: Well, when the abyss looked back at you, did it tell you you've been screwing up?
2: (laughs) It usually, it made sound effects.
0: Did it tell you that you have not drawn the winners? For the Are You Smarter Than an Alley contest?
2: Uh, no. You told me that.
0: <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm in abyss. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's been a couple of episodes. What, what's it been, like six months, nine, 12? How oh, long has it been?
2: Forever. Forever.
0: Uh, we did the Bane show a couple shows back now. Several. Several shows. And we had promised to draw some names uh, to give away some uh, really cool swag and uh, our schedules got uh, compromised. Nah, we forgot. And we forgot. Okay, I didn't want to tell them the truth, Allie. Now they know that we're schmucks and slackers, but all righty. So uh, let's, uh, let's uh, fix this little little snafu that we have. And what I've done, Allie, is I've taken all the names of all the entries. And thank you to everybody who sent us uh, entries in. And I have put them all here into my jiggly sack.
2: Jiggly sack. My jiggly oh, sack that that's...
0: I got on station cash, and I'm going to reach deep uh, into it, swish them around, Allie. Can you feel them being swished?
2: Uh, I don't know if I want to. Oh,
0: All right. And I'm going to pull one out. Shall I? Yes. All right. Here we go. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Here we go. And the winner of the swag is Penge Finches. You said it right. Uh, did I? I think it's so. Penga Finches, then. Pen- oh, nice. I can't even get it wrong when I want to get it right. (laughs) All right. So, Pench Finches, congratulations. Uh, We'll be reaching out to you via email, shall we?
2: As long as there's no jiggly sacks involved. Uh, Well,
0: I can't promise
2: anything like that. (laughs) I make no
0: commitment to what jiggles of what sacks. (laughs) So I'm sure he'll be thrilled to hear from us uh, anytime. (laughs) All right. uh, We have a couple of emails as well, don't we?
2: Uh, yes, I'll start out. We have an email here from Corargle, the hot ogre chick on AB. Corargle. Come on, names that are pronounceable. Corargle writes Hey, wow, didn't realize you two were not in the same guild. Initially, I thought that was weird, but then I guess it gives the show a unique perspective i.e. a view on higher-end stuff versus the lower-end stuff. For example, what Dell had to say about raiding and clearing the two raids in Sky Shrine versus what Allie had to say about taking out the garbage. I mean, about starting, <laughs> starting out doing the access quests. <laughs> a little editorializing on my part. I myself have killed all the contested mobs and cleared the first two instances. I tried Dracur Prime and Underdepths, but got thoroughly stomped. My Guardian just didn't have the gear to stand up to the mobs in those zones. Anyhow, love the show. Always a pleasure to listen. You two always seem to have a lot of fun. Kind regards. Signed, Karargle. P.S. Karargle used to be a guy, but when I found out that... Ludmilla in PR does not charm female characters. Well, my Merc implored me to undergo the operation, so I'd stop beating up on him when she charms me with her feminine wiles. So, Dell, were you aware that Ludmilla does not charm female characters? I, no, I was
0: not aware of that. Uh, I guess there's something to say for girl power.
2: I guess you could say that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I would imagine we've seen a lot of mechanics, though, where charming comes into effect, and uh, a mob will never charm its own target. And maybe I'm wondering if that's what's happening, because I've never heard of this whole female business. I'm wondering if it was just luck that her target was always a female, so maybe Karar here assumed that. I don't know. It, it, it sounds weird. Uh, I'm thinking we're going to have to try this next time you and I go down there. I'll try tanking her as well. We'll see how that goes to begin with. Uh, me being the dude, right. uh, and see if I get charmed.
2: Well, you might have to have a sex change.
0: Uh, I'm not willing to go that far. Not <laughs> even not even for a plat run. I draw the line. I, I I like my I like my jiggly parts, Allie, and they're staying, as far as I'm concerned. Especially the sack. Yes, <laughs> that's staying as well. <laughs> I mean, Okay. Uh, although I did have one comment about what he asks here. He says uh, it's a unique perspective of us not being in the same guild. Yeah. Um, which one of us is the uh, low end of obviously, the two of us?
2: Obviously me. Oh,
0: okay. Fair enough. Well, then I'm okay with this. A- absolutely. I wasn't sure if he was referring to me as low end.
2: No. You didn't listen.
0: Uh, p- apparently not.
2: He said, for example, what you had to say about raiding, which would be the higher end and okay. me starting out on the access quest.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. I think, it, you know, you're right. It is kind of interesting that uh, you and I have – we've been gilded briefly.
2: Briefly. Uh, About but, four months we were in the same guild.
0: Right. But then our worlds collided and, you know, bad things happened.
2: I wouldn't say that. Okay. You would? Uh, Do you think I brought you bad luck? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: No, no, I don't need you to bring me bad luck. Trust me. If there's an opportunity to roll one out of a thousand, I can do that without you around. Trust me. Happens every raid during uh, when it comes time for loot. Uh, I, if I didn't have uh, bad luck, I'd have none at all. I often say. (laughs) Uh, But it's interesting. I think. Yeah, I I guess I never really looked at it. You know, just knowing that we're not in the same guild. But I think that's right. It does give us each uh, opportunities to see more and do things differently. Uh, And gives us, I think, unique and fresh perspectives on things.
2: So, Del, did you have the next email?
0: Yes, I do. And this email is from Einstein. And Einstein entitles his email, Tinkerers Tinkering with Tinkerer Dailies. Been listening to all your shows. I have not until recently due to not being interested in podcasts. Since I recently joined my new guild and have heard several people talking about EQ2 Talk podcasts, I decided to listen. I find I beg for the outtakes because it is the funniest part, in my opinion, though there are episodes I have had my boss tap me on the shoulder and ask me, WTF is so funny? It's hard to explain to my boss as he has no clue even how to use a computer, let alone what I'd be laughing about. Anyways, to my point. Adorners and all the other trade skillers have a way to move forward faster than a tinkerer due to dailies and writs. Why is it that tinkerers don't have this option? or am I just missing a portion of the game? Signed, your friend, Einstein wingers? Fowlinger fwingers? Fwingers? Wingers? Swinger? No, maybe he meant swingers. Ooh. No, I think he meant foingers. Oh, foingers. Oh, okay. <laughs> P.S. I would also love to know where the gnome in the bauble shire went that asks, how many foingers does it take to make a foozle bit? Every time the wife and I ran by this NPC, we would laugh because we thought it was funny. My wife's gnome is named Alberta Fluselbit. Allie, do you have any thoughts about what Einstein writes here about why tinkerers don't have dailies or writs?
2: Well, I don't know why, honestly. But tinkering... I guess tinkering and adorning are not really on the same level because tinkering just uses raws, whereas adorning uses... All those adornment parts which you have to break down items to make. So it's kind of, you could say, more, quote-unquote, expensive. Um, tinkerers and trade skillers are maybe a little bit more on par with each other. But I don't know. I guess it's easy enough to do tinkering by making lots of turkeys and cows for your your next raid or, or whatever you might want to make. Maybe it's not really on the same level as the other secondary trade skill, which would be adorning. That's the only thing I could come up with.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that as well. Of the two, secondary trade skilling between tinkering and, well, it's really now transmuting and adorning, right? Transmuting requires to have treasured and above items, and tinkering just needs raws that you can either harvest or pack pony or get through your uh, guild uh, treasure chest there for trade skilling. Uh, so it's obviously much easier, I think, to come up with uh, the components for tinkering than it is for adorning and or transmuting, and I think that people were complaining about that. Uh, I, I still like to say I went uphill both ways with that, uh, doing it the old-school-fashioned way of level-locking a level-4 warlock on Newbie Island back when we had Newbie Island and mass-slaughtering those goblins. Uh, until I had over 30,000 kills on Newbie Island alone to get enough Tier 1 uh, treasured adepts and whatnot at that time, depths that I could use to transmute and, and try to level up that way. Uh, old school, uphill both ways. And what did I get for it? Screwed, because I couldn't do any of the adorning writs that they put in later in the game. So uh, am I very unhappy about that? Yes, I feel that I got shafted.
2: But on the same, I mean, you can't really compare because, you know, transmuting aside, adorning is its own thing now. Right. Like the past is past. So adorning and tinkering are kind of equivalent as far as what they are. They make items that you can use. Now, adorning is harder because you have to either transmute items to make the components to create an adornment or you have to buy them. Right. Okay. But in fairness, adorners only have to level up adorning, you only have one daily, don't you? Um uh, I mean there's no repeatable writs that you can just continue doing. Or wait, maybe you can. You can do the same daily over and over again. Can't you?
0: Yeah, I guess it's not really a daily if you can do it over and over again. Okay. It's a uh, writ, I guess at that
2: point. Okay.
0: I got to be honest, I never really had a chance to do them. I did them once, the one that I could do at the top level tier nine that we could mm-hmm. uh, so that I could get a quest credit for it. I never had or never had had the chance or the opportunity really to do the other ones because I had already out leveled them, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate.
2: Well, I'm not bitter. no. Not oh. not. Um, I don't know. I think trade skilling is kind of equivalent to tinkering and trade skilling gets writs. Why Tinkering wouldn't, I don't know. Other than it came in later, and it's now following a different rule set.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's easy to get the Raws that you need to do that compared to Adorning.
2: Yeah, but you could say the same thing about, about Trade Scaling. It's easy to get the Raws that you need to do Trade Scaling.
0: Correct. I think of the two secondaries, Adorning was the more difficult one, so that one got Love first, and the other one has just... We'll get around to that eventually, and they haven't.
2: Well, and maybe the difference being trade skilling actually has levels, whereas tinkering and adorning just has skill ups. There's no levels, per se. Per se, right, right. Our final email comes from Sigter and Mary Kath, and they write, Thanks for a good episode 45. Very interesting. I enjoyed it, but I may say that I'm very worried of your description about the access quests in DOV2. Me and my wife finally got to 90. We managed to get to approximately 260 AAs and are enjoying the DLB1 quests, trying to get dungeons done for shards, for dormants, and so on. Anyway, we're having a blast, and the plan was to finish the EW content and then continue to 92 now that we finally are where everyone else is. My question is... If the access quests in DOV2 are so involved and time-consuming so no one will do them twice, is that not a huge problem for SOE? The development now are mainly targeted to casual players, and creating a new situation like the TSO instances that casual players hated seems extremely stupid. This is a bigger problem, as many guilds have disappeared, and those who are left in many ways less helpful and, as you say, it may be very hard to get the access quest done in just a few months. I see a nerf for the access quest coming in the not too far future if most new players will be barred from Sky Shrine in the future. Signed, Sigter and Mary Kath. So, Dell, did you have any thoughts about the access um, and maybe the changes that may or may not be coming? Yeah, it's really
0: interesting the way that Sigtar here asks this question. My question is, if the access quests in DOV are so involved and so time-consuming so no one will do them twice, is that not a huge problem for SOE? And I think the answer is, no, that's not a huge problem for SOE. It's a huge problem for the players. (laughs) It really is for us. Uh, And I think, as we said in the previous show, that over time, as people complete them, people will be less likely to want to do them again. There'll be less shouts for it in level chat, and you'll probably be more dependent upon guildmates and friends to help you through them the later you are. I, I think the Johnny-come-latelys to these will have a bit of a struggle to get them done. And, and I think that's unfortunate. So, no, it's not a problem for SOE. It really is a problem for us players. Uh, and I think you're right. I think over time that there would be some form of relaxing of the requirements. Uh, Although the access quests only permit you to zone in. It doesn't stop you from zoning in. It just permits you from zoning yourself in. So as long as there is one person who has access, everybody can get in. And I think that's what you'll see over time. As long as there's one person in the group who can do it, the other five will just kind of ride on the coattails of that other person having done the access, especially if those fives are alts or alts of alts or things like that. Uh, Do you agree?
2: Yeah, I I agree. And I I do agree that they're probably going to have to nerf it at some point. For the most part, access quests of the past have been removed. Um, Well, the requirements, rather, have been removed. The quests themselves are still in the game for the most part. Um, So I don't see that as uh, out of, you know out of out of the realm of possibility i think that probably will happen eventually but i i'm very worried that okay we're here at the end of may it's going to be june shortly and this came out what a month ago
0: uh thereabouts yeah a
2: month, six weeks
0: fair enough yeah would you say over that time you have seen less and less looking for a breach you know, people starting access, question reading. I, I think I certainly have seen a reduction in those types of shouts or requests in level channel.
2: Uh, well, I'm not really a good person to ask. I okay. don't really look at level channel. Only when I, you know, I'm bored.
0: Okay, fair enough. But so. <laughs> I, I think I have seen that. And I think it is coming true what I kind of suggested might happen. Uh, people will complete them. And then there will s- slowly be less people shouting for that sort of stuff.
2: I think that's true any time, though. Don't
0: you? Yeah. I'm not suggesting what I'm saying is rocket science. Certainly not.
2: No, I just mean it's not new. No. I just mean it's not new. I mean, in general, the bulk of the activity is going to happen in the beginning because the people who are, are playing now are already, for the most part, you know, like the people who are around a lot are at the max level and they're basically ready to go already.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Let me ask you this, though. Do you think access – now, I'm going to take the word quest off that statement. Do you think access is a good thing? Yes. Even though at some point down the future, the requirements for whatever that access might be will need to be lifted. In this case, it's a series of quests.
2: I do think it's a good thing. Uh, if for nothing else, I think it does a couple of things. Number one, it gives people content which is always a good thing. Number two, it gives you an idea. It gives you a gauge for what, what's to come. What's, what's necessary going forward. So if you can blow through it really easy, then you know you're pretty much prepared for what's to come. But if you hit a brick wall on the entry level mob, mm, there might be a reason why you're, from progressing because you wouldn't necessarily be able to handle the zone itself so it's almost like a dps check or a heal check or a group setup check or whatever you want to call it check for the zone do you know what i mean
0: uh fair enough so so you don't mind these uh progression stepping points be it in this case quests but you see anything like that as, as a potentially a good thing as a way to ramp up things should get more difficult or require not that maybe that's difficult but require a bit more
2: yes i well i'm not saying that i think it should require more i'm saying i like that it all it creates an entry point sort of like an id check when you go to the bar you must be 21 to enter Mm -hmm. so if you're not 21 you can't get in so like if you don't meet this level of gameplay whatever that may be to finish this quest or this whatever litmus test you can't get in or you can't do you know what i'm saying it's kind of like a safety for you
0: i i think so so but over time that that entry point that that uh gateway checkpoint whatever it might be do you think it should be removed as it ages
2: that's, I guess, yes. I mean, I could, yes and no. Like, I don't like it when they take things away, but they're not taking away content necessarily. They're just taking away a barrier. So, I guess, in that way, I'm okay with it. I'm also okay with, you know, the fact that over time, a lot of the people doing stuff will be alts. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I kind of am okay with that. I'm okay with letting alts do other things that you wouldn't, you know, not requiring alts to do the same thing as your main did because you've already done it. The person's already done it.
0: Sure. And if they're not necessarily alts, and, I, and I'll throw the term Johnny come lately, and I don't mean that mm-hmm. in a in a negative form or a derogatory term. They're just, they weren't there when it, when it first players. came in. New players, absolutely. They're going to have a difficult time getting through that barrier point, whatever it might be. A quest yeah. or an item requirement, or a certain amount of AAs yeah, <laughs> as example
2: uh, well, I don't know. I think that realistically it's un, an unfortunate side effect that people who start later or you know newer players who come later after the majority of people have passed that uh, boundary already. They're not gonna have somebody to group with necessarily. There, there's fewer, the 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 pool is fewer to to select from of people who need that. So it unfortunately would create if they left it in that barrier, would create a a gate for those people. And that's really, you know, you're gating content to a new player just because of population. You know, the population having moved forward, you know, beyond the barrier. And I don't think that's fair to the new player. So I'm okay with removing that barrier for the alts and for new players who don't have people to group with necessarily. Does that make sense? It it does. I have to say,
0: in general, for the Sky Shrine stuff, I enjoyed it because Mm -hmm. it presented the story to me and I was able to read a little bit about it and understand Know what's going on here and why things were happening. And uh, there was a little bit of humor in there as well. So I enjoy doing it because I am a reader. Uh, now, if I was to take an alt through that sort of stuff, it's going to be click the top response every time and just get me through it because I have read it. I'm just doing it. And I don't have a problem if, and I, and I don't know what that timeline should be, three months, six months, 12 months, if they remove the requirement that you had to have completed those quests Leave them in there so folks who want to do them or take advantage of them or read the storyline if they want. But don't bar other people, especially like you say, when the pool gets smaller, mm-hmm. kind of forcing those people to try to struggle through it. Because I think that's just going to create uh, angry, frustrated players. And then they leave because it becomes, they become angry and frustrated.
2: Right. And also with something so long, it, becomes, it feels like you're just being forced to jump through hoops. For no reason. So, you know, that's not enjoyable. Um, But as far as like the lore part of it, that's something I didn't even factor in because, um, you know, uh, the way I did it, it was, you know, with the group that was kind of moving really quick just to get it done, get it done, get it done. And so not that I would sit there and read it, but I might have stopped and, you know, read some of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I kind of like want to know what the heck I'm doing and why sometimes sometimes. Uh, But I didn't really have a chance to do that. Um, I mean, I suppose I could have taken the time. I just didn't. Maybe they could when they do something like that, when they remove something, a barrier like that on a quest line that has a lot of the storyline interwoven into it. Maybe they could put it all into a book that you could hail an NPC and get and be able to read it. For those people who didn't have, you know, when they take the barrier out, so they have a chance to read the lore, but don't have to go through this unnecessary line of quests.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. It's a good way to keep the content available, but not present those in in the term that you use, barriers. And I do like that term. Keep those barriers in place, but still allow people to enjoy the story and the the development work that went into that story. Mm Mm-hmm. If they choose. And if they don't, that's up to them. Uh, so thank you to everyone who uh, emailed us uh, this episode. And we certainly look forward to hoping to hear from more folks uh, for next episode. So, Allie, let's talk about some of the stuff that we've been talking about recently while we've been grouping. As you know, this, this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend here in the States, which is the unofficial kickoff to the summer season. So here we are just starting the summertime and i and a feeling that i was sharing with you the other day and i want to talk a little bit more about it was the feeling of i already have the summertime blues and we're just starting have have you had this feeling
2: at all yeah a little bit a little bit maybe not quite as bad as you because i still have raid stuff to do there's still things to do challenges to overcome Um, but I can see ahead, and I can see the end, and it's near.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and you are going to emerge from that tunnel at some point. Uh, You know, we talked in the past episodes about uh, how there was a certain level of depth to the Goose Mansion, but it didn't seem to be as deep as we had hoped. And going through those access quests and doing the raids... My guild and my experience, I have consumed a lot of it very quickly, maybe because I was starved for, for stuff mm. to do and was eager and raced through a lot of it all. Mm. But I really have felt that I have consumed about as much as I'm going to get out of this expansion uh, or a goose expansion. Let me rephrase. I keep sometimes saying expansion myself. And it's kind of leading me to the what else is there. And I'm already looking forward to the next game update and we just got this one as you said so shortly ago
2: there is something about this content that's problematic and i've been thinking about this and this is probably already obvious to everybody else but i think the problem is not only do people feel like or think of it as an expansion because there was quite a bit of of stuff right the problem is on on uh, for people who are raiding anyway is there's only two raid zones, and you have a lockout, and you can blow through them pretty quickly. At least one of them, you can. Bl- in fact, you can do both in one night, right?
0: Yes, we can. And our guild just accomplished that the other night for the first time. We managed to do both of them in a single night in a single within our time allotted time period.
2: So the problem, in my opinion, is these these two raid zones, which is not enough to fill out a four night raid week, okay, or even a two night raid week, uh, because of the lockouts. There's that plus the fact that this goose expansion, all the gear, trumps everything from the previous expansion, except for one zone, which is you know. Basically, it's like, you know, um, do this thing that's useless and pointless and has no reward and bang your head against the wall until you can get access to this other thing that might have a very marginal upgrade for you if you, again, bang your head against the wall. So, gee, I think we'll go do the easier content that's newer and just wait out the timer, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and, And I think, too, you know, as we've talked in the past... You know, with with the raiding and the loot chase, and because I I coming back to ultimately, EverQuest Two is a game about punching mobs in the face and taking their stuff. While there are certainly a lot of other things involved in the game, at its core, that is what the game is about. Uh, When I'm loot chasing via raiding, I am completely, as far as I know, and I and I certainly haven't done them all and seen everything that comes out of the heroic instances. I have basically negated that content in for, uh, in the forms of loot chasing.
2: Well, they negated it for you.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so by raiding, I'm getting the best stuff I can get right now. Mm-hmm. And with the way progression is set up, uh, as far as I can tell, there's nothing really in any of the Drund or hard mode stuff, which is going to trump what I have today right. uh, via the Sky Shrine easy mode stuff. So you're right. I am kind of... Uh, funneled into one spot in terms of loot chasing. And yes. that's yes. leading to this, This, oh boy, what am I going to do? Uh, you know, we're raiding just to gear everybody up so we can maybe go back and do some of that hard mode runner, but for what? There's no reward there other than an achievement, assuming it works, of course, mind you, uh, which is something else I'm frustrated by, but uh, <laughs> th- 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 there's there's no chase there other than to do it uh, to maybe get the experience and whatnot but there's no items uh and then just go back to and head towards Plane of war and and skip drunder altogether uh, because there's no reward there none whatsoever.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and there're no surprises either. So so for the instances for example, even in on the instance level if you if you're not doing raiding, there there what three instances Four? 3.
0: 3.
2: Okay, so there's three instances. And all the
0: gear is better than four, excuse me, four. I had to count them. I had to use my fingers, but I had to count them.
2: Yeah, the three portals and then the one in the middle.
0: One in the middle, right.
2: Okay. So you got four instances which really at level at max level that's that's all there is to do pretty much because you can do DOV, the you know, the regular DOV, but there's no reason to because all the gear from the new zones is better. Mm-hmm. All of it is better than everything from the previous zones.
0: Unless, of course, you want shards. And I still don't understand the the disconnect there.
2: I think it's... I think it's... (laughs) Well, let's explain what you mean by that. There's shards from the old zones, but not in the new zones. Correct. So I think that it's almost... This is my cynical tinfoil hat, Allie. Uh, It's, I think, a built-in mechanism to force you to... You know, it's basically a built-in mechanism to keep DOV relevant.
0: The force replayability, whether you like it or not.
2: Whether you like it or not.
0: I have to agree, because at this point, into the Goose Mansion, uh, it can't have been an oversight anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? So they can't have said, <laughs> well, whoops, we forgot to do that. Let's get that in the next hot fix. Uh, so you're right. Th- you this has like, to be intentional.
2: You mean like the water, bags of poo, and uh, what's the other one?
0: Bones. Bones. Yeah.
2: They they always leave those out of the current tier. Always. Every expansion, every update, when there's new content, they quote unquote forget. Or maybe they do it on purpose. At this point, I'm starting to think it's deliberate. And then they have to be reminded to add them. And then they add them later.
0: Yeah, you know, that kind of brings me to something else that's helping me. Uh, lead into my summertime blues is we see things like this, like you say, the lack of the poo, the bones, and the water, and the shards, and all that. And we as players are left to wonder, was that intentional or was that an oversight? And we go to the forums and we ask those sort of questions and people pile on the threads and they get to be two or three pages long. And there's been very little response from uh, developers or from management about whether or not that was their intent, so stop asking, or yes, it was an oversight, and it's on the list of things to fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their lack of communication is also leading me to think, well, what are they doing? Is, is, is this right or is it wrong? Uh, and, and leading to me to be more depressed about things or more unhappy that it's not getting attention. At least if they acknowledged one way or the other, we would know. Uh, and, and now we're left to our own conspiracy theories as to what they really mean to do
2: hmm Exactly.
0: I, I have to tell you, again, more more of this heaping on a little bit. Now. I certainly hope it's not coming across too depressing. Uh, <laughs> every, every Tuesday or Monday night and every th- Wednesday night going into Thursday, our traditional patch days, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, I, I sit there and I constantly f- refresh the, the update notes uh, part mm-hmm. of the forums. Uh, it's almost like Christmas morning. I'm waiting to see what's in tomorrow's patch hoping some of the things that I have seen is broken, like whether or not shards or poo or those sort of things are broken and are going to get fixed. Uh, But it's like Christmas morning. I'm ripping open the patch notes, trying to see what it is, and it seems every Tuesday and Thursday I'm getting socks and underwear from SOE. I was
2: just going to say, it's got to be socks and underwear.
0: (laughs) And It it, it really is, and it's so like, oh, my God, that's all they fixed, or that's Mm -hmm. what they fixed. Uh, it's so, like, deflating. Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks, ma, underwear. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I love you, but, oh, please. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so it's so depressing to, to look at every week, and I see so many things that are broken. There are still achievements, and I was just mentioning those a moment ago, achievements from both DOV1, DOV2, and Sky Shrine that are still broken. Sky Shrine, the new stuff, still broken that aren't working and it's Mm. so depressing because you're like i want to do these at least it would give me something else to do to try to work on and it's and it's not being addressed and it's so frustrating
2: you know there are so many things and the further along we get the worse it gets because there are things that are so old that have still not been fixed I mean, there are still itemization problems, and I have still not forgotten about the jewelry for casters and priests that is not continuous with the other tiers. And I put in bug report uh, several bug reports about this over time, and I keep checking them. I mean, there are master crafted gear uh, master crafted uh, jewelry items that do not match up with the continuity of the rest of the items. And so there's a set of jewelry in a particular tier that casters and priests do not have any pieces for in the Mastercrafted line. Now, you cannot tell me that that is a deliberate change. It was a result of the botched itemization pass. Okay, so that is not going to get fixed, I think, because there's pylon after pylon after pylon of other problems, that are more recent and more problematic for people that people are making noise about. So those are the things that are going to get attention. So I think as time goes on, like the quieter people get the less likely it will be that those things will be fixed. If that makes sense. And I hate to be so negative. I don't know. I feel like there is just so much and it's not possible for them to fix it all. And on top of that, Every time there is a quote-unquote fix or a patch or whatever, an update, a change, a few things happen. And one of them being, it breaks other things. It breaks other things. And we don't necessarily pick up on that it was broken as players until down the road. For example, in the new Sky Shrine, uh, what's the name of the zone? Uh, the, uh, the one with the bridge guy... Under depths, it's the ninety-two. Yeah, the under depths. I guess is it the same zone? I don't even know. So in there, when you some of the drops you get are trade skill uh, components, which go into you know with a bunch of other of these trade skill components components combined to make an item on the list, right? From the raid level trade skill apprentice that you get from the last guy, right? Yep. They seem to have stopped dropping as of last Thursday.
0: We did just get one last night.
2: You did. We did. Okay.
0: Only after somebody said, "Gee, has anybody else seen that these are no longer dropping?" Okay. Then one came a few mobs later. We did get Excellent. one.
2: Excellent. That is good news. See, you know what I mean? Like we're not, we we do not know. Right. But you know, you can't test the theory because you only have one zone. <laughs> you only have one chance, kind of over what five days or whatever. Yes. So you know it's hard to test the theory without any information. So that's good news. That's good. Okay, good to know that they're still dropping. I wonder if the drop rate has decreased though, because we seem to have not seen any in like three raids now. So
0: it, it, I agree. It certainly has seemed less, although we did get one. So I, I can't say if there was some form of reduction in there or we've. It's hard to say if reduction or you're just being unlucky.
2: Right. It's yeah. It's probably say. just bad dice. Uh,
0: but you brought up something else in there, and it uh, again something else that has has bothered me, uh, and, it, and it has been a, a little bit of a hot button recently, is, is trade skilling in the Goose Mansion. Mm. Um, SOE touted it as a ton of, of trade skilling content in this, uh, which I think a lot of players are now going, well, wait a minute, How? You, what type of ton are we talking about here?
2: Well, uh, there's many problems with that, but go on. Yeah,
0: there, is, there are six quests, which really take you all of an hour or two at most to to accomplish. Uh, you can get the apprentices, but what is that? That is something you hail in your house every eight, is it 18 some odd days or so?
2: 15, uh, uh, 15 days.
0: 15 days, whatever it is, right? Uh, both epic and and heroic ones. Uh, it's not like you do anything to them. You can't help them. They're not like the trade skill apprentices from, from DOV. These are just literally things that you – place there and come back in 18 or excuse me 15 whatever oh you
2: know what i think it is 18 okay but go ahead
0: whatever amount of days it is <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no interaction there's nothing Correct. you do to help them there's no dailies no nothing they are uh, and then and then you need all this this stuff to make stuff uh if you're so lucky um so where is the definition of of tons of trade skilling come from i guess uh sony's definition of ton is a little different from mine uh, the best I could come up with was Ali's. If each quest weighed 300 to 350 pounds, you know, you add that all up, maybe you're at a ton at that point. Um, certainly, this is what happens when you interview yourself. I think you 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 come up with terms like highly successful and ton of. <laughs> so it's 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 frustrating. And that this is this is the amount of trade skilling that we got.
2: It's not even the amount. And I think I want to go back and talk about something else after we talk about this. Um okay. but the trade skilling, let's stick to that for right now. It's not even so much that the quantity of material as the nature of the material. I feel that with this update, they have alienated the large portion of trade skillers that have been playing EQ2 since launch and have multiple accounts. Because a lot... Now, I can't say that I have any numbers, but, you know, I'm sure they do. There are a ton, if I might, co- you know, quote that phrase, of trade skillers who don't don't adventure aggressively, who trade skill aggressively, not adventure. Uh, I personally have uh all the trade skillers and only one of my characters is at the high end at the adventuring you know i mean i have a few high level you know level 90 91 um adventurers but i wouldn't take them into a raid or even a group for that matter so i really only have one adventure tune but i have hardcore trade skillers but they are they are alienated from the lower level ones, the lower adventure level ones are alienated from doing the quote unquote ton of trade skill content in this expansion. They can do the quests if they can get over there, right, to discover the uh, the horses.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If they can get over there without dying, then they can do the quests. But if they don't fly then they're in big trouble. If they haven't done the, the flying quests, they're in big trouble. So there's that. But even if you have all of those quests, you have the, the books, those are just the regular books. In order to get the apprentices, you have to do the, the, the zone. You have to do the solo instance or the raid instance or both or get in there somehow, which means you have to be high level. Ninety. You you don't necessarily have to. You have to be ninety.
0: But you can get the item off the broker, and they're selling because there's so, and because so many people have done it at this point. Last I looked, they were in the sub silvers category, sub gold. That one
2: you can, the regular one, not the raid one. The raid one, forget about it.
0: Well, fair enough. I don't think you're going to see a lot of raid gills selling them just yet. Right. Uh, because they're going to want out- to outfit all themselves. Well, uh, the raiders are
2: the raiders are busy raiding mm-hmm. now. Not to say that raiders can't trade skill. I I don't think that's true. Raiders do trade skill. Some you know, mm-hmm. uh, but people who, there are a ton of trade skillers who are will be there at your beck and call and will make you something real quick. And they know everything there is to know about all the recipes. If they have all of that stuff and right, they but- would make it for you real quick before a raid, but they can't do it. If they're blocked from that particular content.
0: Yeah, but you know what I'll, I'll, I'll argue this ha- and I have one. I have the trade skill epic guy in my house and working. What you do is you plunk him down and he works on mm-hmm. something for 18 days. When I get that recipe, you need a half a dozen ra- rares uh, from uh, raiding from drops mm-hmm. off raid mobs. Yes. And some other things. So giving it to a pure trade skiller, casual adventurer type player, well, I could go to my guild mate who's also got the same thing and get it. So having this thing, I guess just really, for me, well, now that I really have it and have really had some time to absorb it, I've completed a quest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, odds are, uh, nobody in my guild is probably going to want any of these items because they're so darn hard to make because of the amount of... of epic-dropped rares that you need to, to uh, during your combine. Uh, I don't even know. I, I know our guild leader was mentioning it the other day. We don't even have enough to make anything, I think, yet. Between bones and pelts and, and scales and all the other things that you need to make something, I don't even think we've, har- we've killed enough things to collect a- enough to make one thing. Maybe we have recently, uh, but at the time when he made that statement, we didn't, so... Giving it to somebody else, sure, absolutely. You can give it. We've given ours to a non-raider who's a very trade skill oriented person in our guild. Uh, they can maybe at this point have made one of those items. If in them, we still have to hand them all the raws to do it. So having it uh, to say that you're a complete trade skiller, okay, but it's it's not like people are going to be shouting in channel that they need this epic stuff made. It's it's just not going to happen due to the amount of raws or, or rare raws epic raws that you need to make those combines. Right. Uh, it's not just a common pelt, a common rock, and a common stick. Oh,
2: I know. And you yeah. need the drops, you need the fangs, and all of that kind of stuff. Exactly. From the actual kills, which I get that. But then you can't count that as trade skill, a ton of trade skill content.
0: Oh, I, I, I agree. It's, it's, they're, it, it's, they're
2: not able to enjoy it.
0: It's lucky if it's a few pounds worth. I agree. <laughs> it's, it's it's not going to make you a ton. <laughs>
2: So, I mean, I guess that's my beef with this whole thing. Now, you know, granted, I have the opportunity to get that eventually. Uh, when that'll happen, I don't know. And whether I will care anymore about having any of those items made when I finally get the raid uh, apprentice, uh, it's probably unlikely. You know, so, so I'm not so sure that that is any more useful to me than Dungeon Maker, right? But but um I just don't think this it seems like this this uh update was a shift in thinking about trade skilling, a shift in thinking about how they treat trade skill content and the interactivity between trade skillers and raiders or even trade skillers and adventurers. Uh, It seems like a shift in thinking that was not, we we didn't have any kind of a prelude or an introduction to that as an explanation saying we're going to go in another direction here. It was just done. Sort of like, you know, when you go to work one day and the receptionist no longer works there. Oh, by the way, Sally's no longer employed here well <laughs> okay. you know, that has
0: been their uh, their mo all along i know but uh, it's, a shift major time.
2: Shift. it's a major shift in thinking to alienate to force high level adventuring upon high level trade skillers in order to high level trade skill you must also adventure
0: uh yeah that's I a agree. major
2: shift in thinking
0: i agree but i think after the dust settles you know, the initial knee-jerk reaction was, well, that sucks because it's not the way that it's been in the past. But once you get these things, you kind of realize going, oh, well, the amount of effort that it's going to take me to make one of these, first to research the spell, and then stockpile enough items to, to make the item, it's a lot of work for right. a very little return.
2: Yes, but that's after you see what's in the box.
0: Yes. Right?
2: Yes. So from a point of view of somebody who isn't, there yet who hasn't they all they see is the box they want to see inside the box but they can't see inside the box because they're not a max level adventurer so the, all they know is there's a box that somebody else can look in and they can't and they have five accounts it's, it's three accounts or whatever you think they're gonna stick around and level up a level 12 monk in order to get their weaponsmith this apprentice i don't think so
0: well, I absolutely agree that for, for that, the grass is always greener in, on, in somebody else's yard, right?
2: Or in someone else's box.
0: Right. Until you get a good look at it and you go, wow, this is a lot of crabgrass. It may have looked nice from the from the street, you know, it had curb appeal, but when you get up on top yep. of it, you realize that's that's all it is. You almost have to pause and think for a moment, what was I bitching about? This isn't, as, this isn't all that I thought it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're right, I have a little bit of that. In the box, on top of the grass view, uh, and it yes. is a little disappointing as well.
2: What's uh, in the box, Del?
0: Not much, not much. I have, I have, I haven't even made my first one yet. So you didn't uh, open the box. I, I opened it. I looked at. It, I said, "Wow." Uh, even if I research these spells, which take or uh, recipes that take the take almost three weeks, uh, when am I really going to make one of these things?
2: You're not biting here, Dell. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I totally missed that one. I thought oh. you were
2: avoiding it on purpose. You kept going back to the grass and the oh, oh, curb I'm appeal sorry. thing. I'm like, I'm oh well, man, he's not biting. Well, there was something I wanted to go back to. We we started we I we got off on a tangent about trade skilling, but. Uh, Much like trade scaling is not quite a ton. It's maybe a little more, uh, you know, shallow than we thought. There was something you were talking about with the content from this update being shallow. And I was thinking about it. And I was thinking, you know, it's not so much that it's shallow, I looked back at, you know, because really this was a game update. It was not an expansion. And I think that's an unfair comparison to compare an expansion to an update. Um, but if you go back and look at previous game updates of late, you had 62. Well, that didn't count because that, that was an expansion, AOD. But Freeport was along with that. You had 61 was Plane of War. There was a signature quest. They added dynamic dungeons. You remember those? hmm Which yes. I'm sure those are dead now. Uh, they did an AA revamp. They added the Rigor quest line in uh, Eastern Waste. Uh, there was that Beast Lord prelude event. Mm-hmm. Um, update 60. They added the Drunder instances and raids, um, the Times 2 and then Crystal Caverns. And then before that was DOV. So, I mean, this update was kind of comparable in terms of it's a a pretty decent amount of content for a game update, but uh, it's, it's not so much that it's not enough. It's just so thin. It's not so much shallow as thin. Fair enough. And maybe I can add one
0: more little bit to it about that. I think when you were listing all those things, I'm like, wow, there have been a lot of things that we've gotten Mm -hmm, recently, mm -hmm. Uh, but they seem to come quicker. So if you had to put, like, feature or item or quest or per day type of thing, the development cycle for those things is getting further and further apart. Yes. Game updates are taking longer to come out. Before they were coming out what almost monthly back in the day, old school days, right? They were coming out monthly. Then they went to quarterly. Now it seems not quarterly, but it's every five to five and a half, maybe six months. So that that time between is becoming longer, which I think is – um watering down when you when you average it out mm-hmm. you know would that be fair to say that you you're right it's thinner because we're stretching it further we have to stretch it for for many months now as opposed to many weeks in the past
2: right i think it's both i think it's not only do we have to stretch it further but there's not as much to stretch or rather not as not not as much but not as hard that's what i mean by thin it's very easy to get through now again i'm speaking from a tune that has raid level gear so maybe that's not a fair comparison but it how long are we gonna we're gonna wait the next thing is supposed to be in august my guess is it's gonna get pushed off another i don't know it's gonna be late i i would put money on it being late not august
0: so now you're looking at september maybe i'm
2: guessing right before fanfare or okay. sorry uh, what is it called
0: uh that would be SOE live
2: okay right
0: please brand it correctly
2: <laughs> i don't have to it's Not my job
0: they're not a corporate sponsor yet so i fair. call it
2: fanfare it's fanfare it always will be and
0: it will be yes absolutely
2: so i mean i guess you know it's it is shallow as far as how much there is. I mean, it's a decent amount for an update, but it's shallow in terms of, you know, there's really only two raid zones. They made it shallower by virtue of it being two raid zones that Trump, where the the gear Trump's previous zones. So now there's really no reason to go. It's not like we're adding two zones. We're adding two and subtracting all the other zones before now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's also thinner because it's easy to get through. You guys cleared both zones of the raid content, uh, what, in two raid nights? Yes. Okay. And being non-Uber? Correct. Self, you know, you, you called yourself that. You, you said you're not Uber. We're, no, but, certainly
0: not. We're certainly not one of those upper echelon guilds. Right. We're, I mean, we're good, but not great.
2: Right. I mean, we're casual-ish, and we basically are near the end of the second one. So, I don't know. I mean, do you think that's thin? I think it is. So, and then also the fact that it's stretched out, like you had mentioned, uh, for, what, five, six months, probably. Maybe longer. When's the next time we're going to get raid content? Probably another expansion, if it's an actual content expansion as opposed to features
0: well she had mentioned when we interviewed her uh when stalker had that it would be content oriented yes so uh, i'm i'm still going under that assumption
2: until the wind blows a different direction pardon the pun i'm sorry but oh i didn't mean that actually (laughs) the the fun it just seems like the direction changes every time we get content Mm -hmm. you know like with the fact that now There's no war runes anymore, for the most part. In the new, there's no there's there's no red slots on anything. Is there?
0: Not that I've seen.
2: Yeah, Uh, there's uh, that's not true. Wait, there's one red slot on a shoulder, from a quest or something like that.
0: Oh, that's right. The quest, the quest items, the quest gear from the Axis line does still have red slots. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay,
2: but that's it. It seems like oh, okay. I guess this is the new direction. We're gonna have two whites. And then maybe a yellow and a red if it's a special item, but otherwise two whites. Correct. So, anyway, just tack that onto the list of things that are changing, Absolutely. ever
0: changing. Uh, let me just hit on one thing that you kind of had talked about earlier. And uh, yep. you, you, you hit on Dungeon Maker. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to kick that dog while it's down.
2: Maybe
0: is it I, down in my opinion, it is now, I understand that some people do enjoy it, and uh let me call it what I usually call it the highly successful dungeon decorating <laughs> um because it's not really dungeon making and although uh, as as people have said uh, s o e seems to be in love with this thing um and and I got this from the May update. Here's what we're working on okay in, in interestingly enough, here we are at the end of May. And there were four items in that that, uh, email or announcement that came out, dungeon making being one, which, okay, the play is your tune dungeon making. Uh, You know what? Uh, Personally, I don't think that's going to make dungeon making any more exciting than it already is. Uh, Again, because I believe at its core, as I said earlier, EQ2 is about the loot chase. It's about punching mobs in the face and taking their stuff. Well, I'm punching the same mob over and over again, and they have no stuff. All they do is give me dungeon marks at the end for stuff to buy, and none of that really appeals to me. Uh, Maybe it appeals to some, but it's certainly not appealing to me. So um, I I don't see why that is going to be such a a game-changing type of thing. I think it'll be interesting in the beginning. People will run it for a day or two, and then they'll say, well, why am I running this? I'll go back Mm -hmm. to my rating of the two zones that we got. And then the other highlight thing that they posted out there amongst a bug bash fix, which I still haven't seen because we, we these Tuesdays and Thursdays hotfixes only have two or three things, and mostly it's socks and underwear, as I said earlier. Uh, but they talked about this new tool that we're going to have on the back end so that developers can see their changes in real time and it will expedite the process of fixing things. And, and while that sounds real interesting and real exciting and, and well, potentially good, Um, You made a very awesome analogy for it, Ali, I thought one day. When you described it as – do you remember what you described it as?
2: No, I don't.
0: You described it as the moral equivalent of your grocery store redoing the back room layout and somehow telling you that this is going to make your shopping experience more enjoyable. Right. And you're right. That's exactly what this is. Don't tell me what you're doing behind the scenes. While it is interesting, I guess, from a technology point of view – Tell me what you're fixing in game. There are broken achievements. There are broken quests. This itemization problems, and you're working on fixing the stock room.
2: <laughs> well, some people like to hear that stuff. Some people are interested in the technology part. Uh, yes, I am too. But, but I'm for also me, I don't. Think in that, my achievements being fixed. Yeah, I don't think that belongs in patch notes. I don't think that belongs in you know. Here's what we're doing for you. You're not doing jack for me. You're doing it for yourself. You're making your life easier. Good for you. What are you doing? What have you done for me lately?
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> I mean, exactly. I, I'm sorry to be such a brat about this. I really feel guilty every time I, I complain like this, but I really feel like I, got, I don't care what your software is. Do you care? Do, do, you, do my customers care about how organized my desk is? No. No. They want to know how quick I'm going to pick up the phone, how quick I'm going to get their stuff done.
0: Right. Uh, And to me, to make it advertised as one of your top four things for May that you're working on, well, when are you going to present it to us? Is there going to be some big fanfare (laughs) presentation that says – Attention, we now have a new beta testing tool. Look how awesome it is. Are you going to actually dedicate a whole webcast to your back-end tool system that you use to develop your program?
2: No. That's something you advertise to your customers. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Well, maybe they just needed a fourth bullet point, (laughs) and that's all they could come up with.
0: Well, if, if, again, and you're wondering why, and I think this you know kind of brings it full circle a little bit, you wonder why we're having the summertime blues. If that's one of your four biggest selling points for the month of May, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, May is over, and have any of those things really come to fruition? Not really. I don't know. Really. Well,
2: what were I, the four things? I, uh, I don't even remember. There was, was the dungeon
0: making, Yeah, this beta what, testing thing, and a what bug, about, bug fix.
2: What about dungeon making?
0: The play is your tune.
2: Oh, we haven't seen that yet, right?
0: right. Exactly. Okay. So that's my point. And, and, and are they going to have a webcast on their beta testing thing?
2: Wait, that was only three.
0: Uh, the other one was uh, targeting NPCs during questing or something like that.
2: Ah, okay.
0: So they've highlighted these four very important things that we're all due in May, and here's the end of May, and I don't think we've seen any of them at this point. So that's why this is so frustrating and leading to me. If, if this is what they're really working on... And I have so little to do. What is it do I have to look forward to? Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm struggling. And uh, I, I hope we're not turning this into a Debbie Downer moment. And maybe we just need to find something that's good and positive we can keep working towards. But it is frustrating, uh, like we said earlier, uh, to be looking at the patch notes and seeing what's out there, to wonder about this ton this ton of trade skill content, the lack of communication that we're hearing uh so you know was this stuff intended or was it an oversight uh it, it's just very frustrating right now to be a fanboy it's hard to be a fanboy
2: mm.
0: are you struggling with that or is it just me
2: i am and i'm struggling to find like the thing i want to do when i find myself complaining and bitching like this is to you know what What you need to do is come up with solutions because if you're not coming up with solutions, you're just part of the problem, right? I hear that,
0: Allie. I've heard that before. (laughs) Yes, that is true.
2: Okay, so for me, in my mind, what uh, you know to ask them, you know, to ask ask yourself, I guess, what could they do to make you happy? What can SOE do to EverQuest do to make you happy?
0: If I had to pick, say, my top three.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it would be to re-itemize Drunder so that it was appropriate for its difficulty level and put it in in its right place above Sky Shrine Mm. right now.
2: That's excellent.
0: Two would be to fix the broken achievements.
2: Mm.
0: I enjoy those and have fun doing them and work hard to complete them. And it's frustrating that there are so many of them that are broken. And finally, the third thing would be to please add giant kill count. (laughs) I don't think it's that hard.
2: Do you think that's going to be a solution to your summertime blues? Really?
0: Well, I'd rather kill giants than killing satars, and that's what I have to do right now.
2: Well, I just think that's – I don't think that belongs on your list of solutions. But whatever. If you want to add it, that's your list. That's fine. For me, I would say the number one thing – would be i do like your solution of re-itemizing drunder uh but re-itemize scares the crap out of me because we've seen what re does uh you know what 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 that what happens when they do that but i'm sure they could figure something out to to sort of put something in there maybe in addition to what's there or f- take out what's there now and replace with something else that's better than or that is more progression, you know, that doesn't uh, negate the reasons for going back there. Um, but for me, I would like to see them fix bugs, fix bugs, major problems. And, you know, the achievements are part of that. Okay. Um, I would like to see them pay attention to things that, you know, continuity problems. It's, it's like, you know new guy forgets or doesn't know what previous guy was doing so we we don't have the fertilizer items we don't have you know it's 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 this reinventing the wheel every time there's an update you know i want them to have continuity mm-hmm. so that the only people who have knowledge of continuity are the players that makes no sense okay so fix bugs have continuity and then figure out how you can prevent bugs from being introduced every time you make a change to the game because mm-hmm. that just makes things worse down the road.
0: Fair enough. And, and let me, if I could just wrap it up with one last thing, I think maybe that yeah. kind of wraps all this together. I think if they would just communicate with us mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. tell us, uh, yes. that, that seems to have really become scarce again. It, it, it seems to ebb and flow. And mm-hmm. right now we're, we seem to really be in the trough of the wave, the real low point yeah. of communication. If they would just tell us, yes, this is what we're doing and, and real timelines. Don't tell us this is what we're working on in May. It may be out in six months. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Be concrete. Be specific. Respond to the concerns these threads about. Is this right? Just say yes or no. Tell us one way or the other so we're not left hanging and wondering. Uh, be more aggressive with your communication. There are some members of the team who are doing that and doing a good job at it, but it, they are very few and far between, I think. Yeah. I think communication would go a long way. Yeah, I At agree. least we'd Commun- know.
2: I think communication would go a long way too, but it it really needs to be more succinct than answering threads because you're talking about, I don't know, how many hundreds of threads a day. You can't expect them to get their jobs done and answer these threads. So maybe have the community person compiling everything, maybe do this, you know, here's what we're doing, you know, uh, known issues. Is that still being updated, the known issues? No, no. No. See, the, the, that was kind of promised, mm-hmm. was it not? It was, was. And I think so, that when it
0: comes to communication, we need concrete communication, yes. not just lofty things. And, and if you say, I'm going to look into this, thank you for pointing this out, we're going to look into this, come, come back. back. Come back. There's another perfect example of a, of a quest reward being greater than the item you get from a raid. And you can put the two items side by side and you would say that one should be the raid one because it's better. It's harder to get than the Heroic Quest one. And they're they're reversed. It almost looks like somebody reversed them when they plugged them into the game. Mm. And there was a comment, we're looking into this. Well, how long are you going to be looking into it? Come back and tell me. We look into it and it's staying as is or we're going to be making this change. I've plugged it in. It's in QA and it will be out in two weeks, three weeks or six months. But at least tell us so we – So we can stop wondering. So we can stop having our our underwear and sock moments every Tuesday (laughs) and Thursday, right?
2: Underwear and sock moment. Oh, that's so sad.
0: And thinking about getting nothing, Allie, what about Are You Smarter Than a Delmon? Another thing where I get socks and underwear.
2: What? You get socks and underwear? You think Are You Smarter is like socks and underwear?
0: Uh... There's gotta be a pun about the uh, odor or something in there, but I'm gonna leave that aside. Or my at least my performance in it sometimes <laughs> stinks. <laughs>
2: Isn't are you smarter like getting an Atari? Uh, twenty six hundred.
0: Is- I always wanted the fifty two, but I only ever had the Sears knockoff twenty six hundred model.
2: This is the best part of the show. How can you call it socks and underwear?
0: I'm offended. Okay, then it's the. The BB (laughs) Red Red Rider BB gun that will take my eye out—that I also always wanted to never (laughs) get. Oh boy! So, uh, Ali, what's on tap tap for this week's "Are You Smarter Than a Delmon"?
2: Well, we have just one category. I'll take it. Good. Fox. Don't have a choice. Your category is: she blinded me with science.
0: Oh I like this already, Thomas Dolby.
2: This is a two part category. All right, kind of like a mini ring event, if you will. So you first have to pick normal or challenge. you don't get to hear the question. Oh,
0: anymore. I'm gonna go with uh, let's go with well, challenge bear, bear, mode. In,
2: mind. This bear is- in mind bear oh. in mind the two parts once you pull the first, the other one is the same. So it's either normal for both or challenge for both.
0: I'm going challenge for both. I was a big fan of that song, so we're going with it. Hard mode all the way.
2: Okay, hard mode it is. Part one. What is the correct geometric name for these regular polyhedra, also known as D&D dice? Challenge mode is you have to get all five correct. Okay. Do you understand the question?
0: Uh, I, I think.
2: ad D6. Uh, what is, it, is the correct geometric term?
0: Uh, cube.
2: That is correct. You could also call it a regular hexahedron.
0: Okay, I'm going to stick with cube.
2: Okay, because these are, remember, regular polyhedra. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm staying with cube.
2: Okay, that's good. That's correct.
0: <laughs> I don't see this going well. Okay,
2: next. D4. Pyramid. I will accept pyramid, even though it's a Partial answer. Technically, a triangular pyramid is your correct term, but actually the more accurate term is a tetrahedron.
0: Okay. Pyramid.
2: Well, it has to be a triangular pyramid.
0: A triangular pyramid.
2: That's acceptable. Okay. (laughs) Correct. Ready?
0: Oh, God. It's only going to get harder. Okay. D12. I'm going to say a dectagon.
2: Does that sound right?
0: I don't know. It 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 sounds like an answer.
2: <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh, yeah. The correct term is dodecahedron.
0: Dodecahedron. Okay, I would not have known that. I've never heard really? that word in my life. Yes. Are
2: you serious? You don't know dode dodecahedron?
0: No, I do not know any dodecahedrons.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, D eight. And. Uh, A cubular octagon. (laughs) Okay, let me just walk you down the garden path a little bit. Okay. If a D4 is a tetrahedron, a D6 is a regular hexahedron, a D12 is a dodecahedron, what might a D8 be?
0: An octahedron?
2: Correct. Uh, Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) And this one you will not get. Okay. I would put all my money on it in Vegas. All right. d20
0: a 20
2: <laughs> close it's an icosahedron never heard of it oh, yeah. me neither until my dad told me all right <laughs> over dinner the other night
0: way to go ali dad
2: <laughs> yes ali dad ali's dad who puts birthday candles in binary <laughs> oh that's cool yeah it is cool i love my dad well, that was part one, which you wiped. You're now uh, waiting for Resifex to go away. Oh, uh, wiped it. it, at, it wiped it five percent.
0: For for the tabletop D anD Ders out there, that was a critical miss. <laughs> I rolled ones on all of those.
2: No, you did all right. Oh, okay. You, oh yeah, you got that one wrong. All right,
0: okay. phase got, two.
2: Okay, part two.
0: The ads.
2: Yes. No. This is the the next named. Okay. There's no trash here.
0: Oh, no trash.
2: Part two, can you guess each of these Ikitu races based on their taxonomical names? Okay. get all seven correct? All righty. <laughs> this is a little bit of alley fudging. All um, right. Okay. So uh, I'm going to do my best. I didn't take any Latin, but I'm going to do my best here.
0: All right. Okay.
2: Gerbilis furtivus.
0: I'm going to say that sounds Havling-like.
2: This is the easiest one.
0: Okay, so I'm guessing that's wrong, then. Ger- gerbilis. Well, okay. Jerbilis. Jerbilis sounds like a ratonga then.
2: Very good. All that, right. That is correct. Okay. Amphibia Intelligence.
0: I'm going to go with Froglock.
2: That is correct. All righty. Lemia Karen Lamia Suco
0: I am taking it then Karen was not correct.
2: Lamia Suco Suco I'm probably not pronouncing the Latin correctly. Yeah,
0: that's that'll be my excuse. Um <laughs> let's pass.
2: Lamia? Really? I'm go- Yes. Lamia? Yes. Is not a dead giveaway?
0: No. Cuz there's no llamas in game that I'm aware of.
2: Can I spell it for you?
0: I don't think that's going to help.
2: <laughs> Suko. Okay. Pantera rectus.
0: Pantera. Pantera wasn't wasn't that like an eighties hairband?
2: Or Pantera.
0: Uh, then I'm now I'm going to go with Karen.
2: That is correct. Rectus meaning upright.
0: Oh, I was thinking of.
2: I know what you were thinking. Okay, that's fair enough. Not it. Okay, good. I, I said upright i explained <laughs> okay the next one is reptilia lubricus
0: uh i'm gonna go with ixar
2: that's good wow you're doing awesome on this okay next the next two kind of go it's like twin mobs kind okay what uh, else high think- elf no just no oh. guessing oh. that's not fair for real, you've got to listen and and actually make an intelligent guess, okay. and not just randomly throw the dart. All right. Okay, so it's like twin mobs, and I'm going to tell you both, and you're going to guess which is which. Okay. Well, well, you're going to guess them: aviaris elegans and aviaris malus. Malus. Well, the or...
0: second one is dark elf.
2: Aviaris.
0: Oh wait! Maybe wait, Ares. wait! Whoa! 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 The second one is uh, Arasai, then. Yes. And the first one is Fey.
2: Yes. Can we go back to Lamia
0: Yes. So I haven't guessed. I haven't guessed Havling yet, and that Lamias makes me think of Lambdas bread from Lord of the Rings, that they gave to the hobbits.
2: Man, maybe thinking is a bad thing here.
0: Okay, so stop thinking.
2: Because it's Latin. It's, it's Latin. Latin. Do you know any Latin? You
0: know, like, I took I took Latin in school, and no, I don't.
2: You should know this. Because I, I, I don't know Latin. Lamia suco. The word suco should give you a tip.
0: Yes. Is... No, it's not.
2: What if I said sucko?
0: <laughs> Dwarf. No. No, no. That doesn't help at all.
2: Oh, my God. You're helpless.
0: I am helpless. So,
2: okay.
0: Uh, uh, yeah ring the bell i'm done
2: yeah free blood
0: free blood
2: okay Empire sucking
0: yeah because yeah, the latin word for sucking is suckio
2: i don't know you you see oh i google translated okay
0: okay well then i tra- don't go don't speak ill of the google
2: i'm not all right i, I did the best i could okay the well first... that
0: that i uh and i gotta be honest uh i don't think freebirds free birds are a real race
2: Free, free bloods
0: yeah because you know they're very station cash oriented and you know my whole opinion on that so but,
2: no they're I, not i, I oh, own the free
0: bloods yes
2: no because you got it for free you got it included with oh, something yeah
0: okay. all right
2: access was included with something i think i think was it way backness no, way long time ago all
0: right whatever
2: well did you like that
0: uh, that was well i liked it until i started doing poorly on it <laughs> so uh how many did i get right
2: well, you got 3 out of 5 of the part 1, which that would have given you a win on normal mode. Okay. And on the second part, you got 6 out of I'm sorry. Yeah, 6 out of 7, which would have won you normal mode on part 2 also. So, In fact, you only had to give 5 out of 7.
0: So I was definitely blinded by science.
2: You Yes, I blinded you with science. Oh,
0: Very good. Well, perhaps I'll be do better next time.
2: Perhaps.
0: Perhaps I'll be smarter next time. Perhaps. I wonder how people at home did with that.
2: Well, I gotta be honest. I kind of made up the taxonomical names, but I did use real uh, phylum.
0: Real, real Latin.
2: Well, the real phylum for (laughs) real Google Latin (laughs) or genus or one of those family, one of those Mm -hmm. for each thing that you know was kind of similar. Yeah. Like panthera.
0: You you could have made real. up words and told me that that's what they were. I wouldn't have known the difference.
2: Well, but I thought that it would help yeah. give you clues because there's no point in saying random words that have no meaning.
0: I, I You know what I why I got panthera? Because it made me think of panthro from the
2: Thundercats. Well, so, they share the same root. Just like amphibia, intelligens, that gives you something, right? I almost a, thought
0: I was thinking Ixar at first, but then I'm like, those are reptiles, not amphibians. And, and, why, and why do I know that? So,
2: all right. And gerbilis thats rat. It's a gerbil. Vertibus.
0: I would have gone with radius, but that's Sneaky. just me. Radius—that's not that's not, ger-
2: that's not uh,
0: German. That's not,
1: <laughs> it's not Latin.
0: All right. Okay. All right. Anyway. So t- tune in next week for latin 2 Talk. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Allie, do we have anything else here for episode number 46 of the
2: E2Talk
0: podcast?
2: I certainly hope not.
0: Okay. So first, then, let's say thank you to everybody who took the time to download. We certainly do hope that you enjoy it. Uh, let's uh, say also a big thank you to this week's corporate sponsor, Febreze. Ah, Breathe happy, Allie. Breathe happy for Febreze.
2: <sighs> if you'd like to reach us, you can send us an email. I'm Allie at EQ2Talk.com.
0: And I'm Delmon at EQ2Talk.com.
2: Or you can reach us in game. I'm EQ2.Unrest.Alicious. A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S.
0: And I'm EQ2.Unrest.Delmon. D-E-L-L-M-O-N.
2: Or you can join our in-game chat channel at eq2.unrest.eq2talk.
0: You can check us out as well over there on the Facebook, where we are facebook.com slash eq2talk. And if you use Twitter, you can follow us at eq2talk. We hope you'll join us again for episode number 47. And say goodnight, Allie.
2: Goodnight, Allie.
1: There's so many songs about rainbows And what's on the other side Rainbows are visions But only illusions And rainbows have nothing to hide So we've been told And some choose to believe it I know they're wrong, wait and see Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers, and me Who said that every wish would be heard and answered When wished on the morning star Somebody thought of that And someone believed it Look what it's done so far What's so amazing That keeps us stargazing And what do we think we might see Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me, all of us. A sweet sound that calls the young sailors. The voice might be one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. It's something that I'm supposed to be. Someday we'll find Lovers, the dreamers